You know what I was like during my glory days, do you? They said we couldn't do it. Oh my God. They said we wasn't going to make it. They was like, hey, y'all podcast ain't shit. Y'all ain't going to never make another episode. But guess what? We back. Season That's two. Right. Season two. It, yeah. Yasuke. Cryptocurrency. Ooh. It's a podcast formerly known as Tapped In. What's good? Yes. As yes. usual, we got my boy Marcus Murray, the big Kakuna. Yes, young sir. Pokemon. Young Lord, what's good, Marcus? You know what I'm saying? I just got every Pokemon you know, I got a shiny version in Pokemon Shinies. Go. You know what I'm saying? My <laughs> account is worth six thousand dollars. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got a World of Warcraft druid at cap level, man. Cap Y'all not level. fucking with me, man. Can't even you know upgrade no more. God damn. Can't even do. I'm just chilling on my throne. You know what I mean? Firestone, Waterstone. Yeah. We got them all. Coming to you live. From the, my mom's basement in Omaha, Nebraska uh, this week. Because you know I'm jet-setting. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't stay in one place for too long. My man's a nomad. Quit yes, playing with sir, him. man. I'm over here. I'm over there. I'm back over here. I got two places that I go to all the time, man. You can't keep yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel it. And <laughs> as always, we got my man, the legend, the myth, young deity, young lord. Talk AKA to him. the big, what the big flower bomb? Yeah, Lotus no ashy elbows, no ashy. Uh, you ain't never you see seen them? dry skin. This man ain't never had dry skin. The moisturized never. one. Alex ne- lays in a vat of men's lubriderm when he goes to bed at night. Man. Exactly. Night. You think there's a bed? No, it's just a vat of. Men's it's just lubriderm. a vat. You know what I mean? Moist- Skin ain't never been so moisturized. Yeah, it's your boy Alex Riley. What's good, Alex? Man, I ain't got nothing else to say. Dang, (laughs) the feet speak for themselves. You know what I mean? My man's making moves. All right, and then we got Eric. Yeah, Andrews. The D stands for down bad. Down Andrews Andrews. says, I wish Andrews would. You know what I mean? Father of 17 and counting. Yeah, yeah, you know. Got a special Yo, it's today, Dark actually. Matter Daddy. It's the abominable <laughs> snowman. It's Mr. Yeti. What's good? I'm out here. I'm Mr. doing things. Yeti, I got my man. hands in pockets, you know. Yeah, hands in pockets fucking them all up. Ain't man. enough hand sanitizer for these boys. Yeah, he Ain't take enough. the whole thing in one go. Young Vaxxed out here. I got Ooh, my Vax okay. shot. First shot. I'm feeling reinvigorated. Yeah. Which one you get? Uh, the Moderna. Okay. Not the Dumbreka. Yeah. No, not the Dumbreka. Dumbreka. <laughs> not the Dumbreka. Uh, yeah, the Moderna had my fucking arm on fire. Yeah, my shit literally. I, like my job, I have to work with my fucking hands all the time. I couldn't yes. lift this bitch above my head. Crazy. They was looking at you crazy, huh? They really was, but you was, was in like, their house. Look, they was looking at you crazy already, and then they saw that you can't lift your arms. Yeah. Then what'd you say it's to a, them? It's a cold world out here for a Vax boy. You know what I'm saying? But you know hey. what? We about to be kissing bitches in the mouth that park man. And so you know we we you know we do <laughs> not me, right. man. No, All I'm three good. Of us. No, no, All I got my girl. I got my girl. Right there. Right there. I got 
Eric, you out of pocket, man. <laughs> hey, shout back, out to y'all. Alyssa. Shout out to my girl. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out, shout out to Alyssa, more hey, Alyssa on Twitter. Shout out to my future girl. I love you. <laughs> Who? Name oh, What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, I guess you can't send you. out messages for the future. Like, I love you. <laughs> hey, baby, go go listen to my pod. <laughs> go listen to episode nine of my pod real quick. I got a message hey, yo, there I, for you, baby. I girl. think it's about time you listen to episode nine. Hey, girl, I gotta get this episode God. to you. That's that's the that's how you for say you, you love her for the first time. <laughs> Oh, man, Alex, you, you on another level, Alex. I appreciate man. it. I appreciate the energy you bring into the game. I'm honest, man. You're an honest man. You're an honest man. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're an honest man, and you're honest, man. Anyway, businessman, you're a businessman. Anyways, getting into it, you know what we're here for. We're here to talk about some shit. We're here to get into it, down to the nitty gritty. We uh, today we're talking about cryptocurrency, the state yeah. of it. What shit's out there new shit you know what's good what we got in our pocket what what's in your wallet what 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 uh what what jingle is that what 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 companies is that what's What's in in your your wallet wallet? capital one is that capital but they're not paying us so we don't need to talk they're not paying us you're right yeah fuck them fuck capital one no just kidding sponsor us (laughs) yeah just sponsor us (laughs) and then we'll talk about you and then we'll freely (laughs) talk about but uh yeah yeah, we're talking about cryptocurrency today um either y'all Either y'all strike it big with cryptocurrencies yet? Man, I've gone so back and forth with yeah, crypto. I mean, as, as y'all know, you know, I, I do a lot of investing anyways. You know, I got yeah. a couple of portfolios here and there. Um, and so, you know, like a couple of years ago, I bought a couple hundred dollars worth of Dogecoin back when it was like cheap, cheap. Yeah. And then I, I sold maybe with a $50 profit. You know, it wasn't much. Um, and then, you know, what we're seeing right now with Bitcoin, uh, I mean, it's lost nearly what, 20%, almost 20%. Oh yeah. It's dipping right now. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. In, the, in the, in the last month it's dipped, uh, 25.69%. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's taken a hit. I'll probably, once it like really bottoms out, I'll probably get back into some, you know, I had some Bitcoin and I had some Ethereum. Um, and I always keep money in Doge because the memes are only going to grow. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So uh, about uh, actually about this uh, whole Bitcoin crash, apparently, I don't know if y'all have heard about this, but apparently there was a 4chan uh, insider who predicted this happening, the entire crash uh, for Bitcoin. And they, they knew exactly where it was going to go and when and they were telling everybody to sell their shit um because it's going to go down and what they were doing well, the reason it was uh going to go down is because he had some insider knowledge knowing that um uh, tesla no not tesla uh because that's the big thing that's made it move right now i know something happened with china recently too they like what china, sell of it or something like yeah that. china's not allowing their banks to uh like do business in Bitcoin. Yeah. And that paired with Elon Musk. Elon Musk said that he's no longer, um, they're no longer taking Bitcoin to uh, sell or buy Teslas. Mm-hmm. Um, and what what made uh, Tesla or like what made Bitcoin like shoot up 
over the last you know couple of months is because of its increased legitimacy um, mm-hmm. with with places like Tesla and more companies in tech specifically uh, trying to get into Bitcoin and you know sort of diversify how they deal with their money by having some of it vested in Bitcoin. Right. Um, and but then when Elon Musk said that he was no longer doing that, um, it sort of had a ripple effect and everybody started panic selling. Um, yeah. No, no, and, I don't think it was panic sell. I don't think all of it was panic selling. Uh, oh, no, th- it, there definitely was a lot. I'm, because, I'm sure there was a lot of panic selling, but I think the reason for such a huge dip was, uh, according to this dude, this insider who predicted it, he was saying there was supposed to be a planned sell off to basically fuck over like uh, uh, a, a high stakeholder in Bitcoin. And apparently it's supposed to be Elon Musk who they're trying to fuck over. But I mean, I, really I only half else, but... I only half believe that. Like, do you think so? Yeah, no, because even though it was a... predicted like before, dude, all everything. If you go into 4chan, if you go into like Discord, like I'm a part of a bunch of like l- communities with you know people talking Bitcoin mm-hmm. and all that shit. And there's always someone in there talking about how there's going to be a sell off or you buy crypto now. Um, or this and that, you know, this is the whole wall street bets thing where you basically have a lot of people who are speculating. And if you can get enough people to speculate in the same direction, then it becomes, well, you know, you can, you can make money off of that basically, you know? And so at any point, if there was going to be a big sell-off, you could probably go on Reddit, discord, 4chan, and you could find someone that has predicted it and right now there's probably people predicting that uh it's going to go back up or that it'll continue to bottom out just because there's there's so much so many people invested in this you know what i mean yeah it's a it's a whole it's a whole new beast yeah i I guess like if you make enough predictions one's bound to be right yeah Um, and and they do do this they do this like this thing where they'll you know, they'll have like bots flood a lot of these forms and they'll be like, all right, everybody sell on this day or everybody hold, keep buying until we get to, you know, however much. Um, and it's it's so hard to keep up with because you basically I mean, you really have to it's kind of fucked up. You either ride or you you sink, you know, you, there's no like there's no perfect way to navigate how these things go, you know. It just seems a little too easy to manipulate the uh, cryptocurrency well, market. And, and that's the other thing, too, man. Like, uh, Doge hit an all-time high right before Elon Musk uh, performed on Saturday Night Live. And even in, in one of the promo pictures that he took, he, like, photoshopped Doge with all the cast members. And it, right, like, but it went and down. Well, and it it went up the week leading to, and then mm-hmm. as soon as it started, it went down. Plummeted. Yeah. Um, that was crazy. I knew that shit that, was gonna happen. Why do you guys think that was? Be- because I think I think a lot of the times with uh, stocks as well, and I'm just gonna say this upfront: I am not even close to a fucking expert. I uh, I gamble on purpose, and I I don't know the technicality of it. I literally just gamble because I think it's fun and funny, but. I think a lot of the times when there's like a big prediction, when there's like an easy prediction of a, like a stock going up, uh, I feel like 
that those are the times where it goes down the most. Yeah. Uh, like Bec- I'm trying to what, think of another example. They there call that like, a they call that a <clears throat> pump and dump. That's that's what that move is. is yeah, they they build can, up the hype. You can build up the hype, and if you're somebody that is in charge of when the hype train begins, you can pump it full of your own money so that people see that it's moving. Especially with crypto and stuff like that, because you can trade crypto after hours as opposed to stocks that have business hours. Mm-hmm. But like with crypto, you can pump and dump it pretty quickly, and that's why you see so much of that reflected in these communities, you know? Yeah. And with like meme coins, like fucking Dogecoin, yeah. they are even more unpredictable. Yeah. Like, of course there are people who can, you know, manipulate it, but they're more unpredictable because like, if you think about when it went up a lot, it's when Elon Musk randomly fucking tweeted about it. And nobody knew he was going to mm-hmm. tweet about it, but it went up high. I think if everybody was anticipating him tweeting about it, it wouldn't have had the same effect that it did. Right. And then him just like kind of random. And I'm sure there was like tons of insiders and shit who bought like before he uh, made that first tweet talking about Dogecoin. Well, um, and and that's the thing is with Elon, there can't be insiders because if e- Elon is just sort of a chaotic force in the um, crypto uh, economy. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. him him just randomly deciding to tweet, that's not something that you can even calculate on any level. <laughs> um, He's kind of so, fucking it up. <laughs> well, and so this is an interesting topic because Elon is basically proof that the cryptocurrency, the current form of cryptocurrency is has has its problems it's 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 not i was just about to say that it's not the perfectly decentralized currency that we hoped it to be Mm -hmm. because if elon can say stuff to influence it even like a couple of thousand dollars if you have a large enough portfolio of uh, crypto that you're holding and you can just tweet and watch it go up and then when it goes up you can sell that's that defeats the whole purpose of a decentralized currency Literally. Uh, and I feel like it, it makes me wonder if he is trying to make this point or if he's just a chaotic fucking human who just does random shit sometimes because he feels like it. Yeah. Because if he was like if this was a whole thing to j- just kind of like prove a point that cryptocurrency is not exactly a viable um, form of uh, currency, currency like to replace our current form, which I mean, who's to say it is or isn't? It honestly doesn't fucking matter. Our current system doesn't work and cryptocurrency probably won't be any different. But yeah, uh, it would be interesting if this was like a whole thing for him to just kind of like prove the point of currency isn't real. So well, and, and that's essentially like what we've seen, you know, mm-hmm. You know, the hope of cryptocurrency was to have a decentralized, but we can't have a decentralized uh, currency if there are still these sort of these factors in place like Elon Musk tweeting or being host on Saturday Night Live that completely destabilize them. You know, Um, I think what we're but what what would solve this is if there was more if there is a wider range of things available for you to use your crypto on, that would give it more equity in being an actual like currency. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
part of the reason why the Tesla thing was so big, because it was like, well, look, I mean, you could buy a Tesla in cash or you could pay for a Tesla in an alternative uh, currency that Mm -hmm. um, had been kind of stable because Tesla was involved. But that was like the biggest part. You know, if you had like um, if it was like a mixed drink, okay, the body of the, the mixed drink goes up to the rim and the mixed drink itself is cryptocurrency and all, or let's just say specifically Bitcoin. And so you're the most of the liquid that's in the mixed drink is Tesla. And then everything else makes it a drink as well, but it's mostly Tesla. But if you take Tesla out, then the whole thing is, is a lot less, it's a lot worthless. But if you had every, if you had more equal parts to it, then taking one away won't make it plummet as much. So we need, there, there needs to be, more legitimate companies that are actively working to help stabilize it and just like a better way, foundation yeah you know and the only way to do that is and and this is going to be the hard thing is that you need to take away elon's power of it elon will probably always have sway with it but if you could make it so that his sway is essentially worth a lot less than it has been then Bitcoin will be more more worthwhile in the long run. Mm. And even with like, you know, um, you know, he's not the only, you know, company that was doing uh, business with Bitcoin, you know, Um, the market in the last couple of days has been pretty crazy uh, because so many companies have so many tech companies because the tech sector sort of makes up a large portion of the Dow Jones nowadays. The tech sector Mm. having dealings with crypto means that if crypto goes bad, then those companies lose money. And if those companies are being devalued because of crypto, then the Dow Jones plummets. And a couple of days ago, the Dow Jones hit its lowest uh, point since I think January. Um, And that's because there is a large tech sell-off as a direct result to crypto being devalued by elon musk there was a lot of um a lot of hype beasts you know trying to get their companies involved with crypto and i think 100 i think once and i do think bitcoin will go back up but i think it'll go back up um a little more cautiously now that companies can see the full scope of the chaos that can ensue when someone has so much sway over this alternative currency yeah um, one thing that I do like about cryptocurrency is it kind of gives, I mean, in a way it kind of gives the power, uh, I mean, I guess in a more perfect world, it kind of gives a more, it kind of gives more power back to the people as far as like their currency and, and it, it's bred a lot of like innovation as far as like you know, making some shit like Dogecoin, which is just a fucking joke. It's literally a meme. And yeah. it's basically like, I mean, obviously anything is only valued at what we value it as, but this they made more, a this joke. More so, yeah. Yeah, they made a joke worth something, like worth a lot of something to where everybody cares about it. Everybody, I mean, not everybody, but, you know, it's a thing. And that's just probably something somebody created because they thought it was funny or. Yeah, it, it was literally yeah. a joke. Like, yeah, they were like, all right. And we'll I guarantee they probably didn't think it'd take off. And they didn't. That also 
and that also goes into shit like NFTs, um, which honestly, I don't have too much of an opinion on NFTs themselves, but I do like the innovation it breathes. I, it, it irritates me when like fucking random people can just sell shit for uh, like thousands of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like I think Jake Paul sold a fucking NFT that I'm positive he didn't even make. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, for like who knows how much, like tons. I'm salty and about the NFTs, man. I feel like it, it, I feel like it was a, a big dream, yeah. but it, it just kind of didn't. Definitely getting abused right now by the celebrities. Well, and, 100%. You know, that's it. The NFTs were meant to be, you know, uh, an ex- a thing that every artist could access, right? Um, poor, big, it didn't matter. The idea right. was that you could have anyone could create, um, they could mint an NFT and then they could sell the NFT and then they still have the ability to make money as the NFT is traded around between um, crypto wallets. But what we're seeing is, and this is something that I've fallen victim to because I tried to dabble in NFTs and there's problems for multitudes of reasons. But like the first is that the NFTs are becoming more unaccessible to like artists like myself where you know I don't have thousands of followers so you know making an nft is not going to make me money artists have right. to pay to make nfts everyone has to pay to make an nft the mm-hmm. process is you have a you have a thing that you want to make into a token and so then you upload the thing i use rarible and you decide how many uh, copies you want to make how many tokens you want to make and then the process of minting uh, costs what's called a gas fee in the Ethereum because it uses the Ethereum blockchain as opposed to Bitcoin. Ethereum is like Bitcoin's brother. So Ethereum, and in order to put your NFT and have it minted, you have to pay money. And the, the cost of it depends on the demand of uh, the people who are in charge of minting and interacting with the Ethereum blockchain. And then um, it also depends on the cost of Ethereum because you're paying in Ethereum. So as Ethereum has gained a whole bunch of recognition um, and a lot of hype, Ethereum was like going up, up. You know what I mean? Like I, I had money invested in an Ethereum and I made I put $50 in and I, at the peak, I probably, probably made another $50 just because Ethereum was doing too, so well. Um, mm-hmm. But that also drove up the cost that it cost to make NFTs. And then, um, right. and then, but it was such a, it was such a, like a, a thing, you know, like I was, I paid, I think $26 to mint uh, 10 tokens of an illustration that I did. And that's, I mean, if you're selling the token uh, for ten dollars, it's it's it becomes expensive. No profit. Yeah. Um, and ideally, it's like, well, that's not so bad if the person that I'm selling it to then trades the NFT and then it rises in price and then I have, you know, a certain percentage of every transaction. But because it's that oversaturated, yeah. But because it's oversaturated, it becomes a thing where you're just creating NFTs. And they're just sitting there if you don't have like a wide audience. 
you know yeah it becomes it easily became a popularity contest yeah and celebrities could make nfts and sell them because everybody wants those you know what i mean yep and um i the think status gives it value yeah exactly and then you can trade it around but i think what we're going to see is that a lot of these nfts that people are buying for hundreds of dollars will might might go for substantially less um outside of the really big ones like people people sold his nft for millions of dollars i think some of the most money ever given to um a living artist which is crazy um and so for some people the nft thing worked for others it didn't uh and then there's also the environmental cost of the nfts which uh is part of why elon didn't want to stay in uh crypto because right. the environmental cost is pretty high you know like uh it takes a lot of electricity to mint nfts i minted i think three nfts uh in the course of like maybe two weeks and i was able to there's like an online calculator and i used uh like four or five months of electricity in an in an average jesus that's to, fucking to crazy them. what the fuck yeah that's insane. and so that paired with everyone hopping on nfts people not making money and then on top of that you know there's a larger environmental impact to uh that plays into it it's not viable um, it's not it's not um but they're working on it there's some other nfts there's a group called legend and they mint nfts on a different blockchain a blockchain that is actually far better for the environment or far it costs far less than ethereum or bitcoin transactions on their you know on their blockchains an interesting uh use i've seen with the nft shit is uh this shit called decentraland have y'all heard of it no what (laughs) what decentraland what Eric, is that? Tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Decentraland. It's this. Uh, wow. It's, it's kind of like. It's kind of like a game, <laughs> kind of like Second Life. Y'all remember that Second Life? <laughs> yeah, I remember Second Life. Yeah, no, it's kind of I like that. You, oh, basically, you make your avatar and you go into this world, like it's this live world where you can, you know, go around, you can look at NFTs, you can trade shit. They have their own current, they have their own blockchain currency in the game called Mana. Interesting. That you can use to uh, buy things in game or whatever. And there's all, there's also a way that you can buy like property. And the property is basically an NFT, but you can do whatever you want with it. You can make it to where you can make it like a, a, a fucking casino where people can come and gamble their uh uh mana, their mana. or whatever yeah it's pretty dope uh and i'm pretty sure you can just go through it through your browser as long as you have metamask oh okay um, i was gonna look into decentral land i need to De- check that out decentral land yeah it's interesting um uh, it's funny that you brought up second life because in the discussion of nfts second life uh technically was one of the first yeah. things that actually used NFTs because yeah. there's not people officially, that, but yeah, not well, not on any crypto blockchain, blockchain, but it's the same thing where you have creators in Second Life that 
like literally there are people out there who when second life was super big that's all they did was they created content within second life um and then sold it for real money um that's why the nft thing is so weird is and interesting because it's kind of been around in various forms for a long time um it's just you can tell it's most it's this recent incarnation is probably the most popular though mm -hmm. honestly um if you think about it we as like humans always kind of like a way to form some sort of like market like within second life there was a whole market with uh all types of shit they were doing in there like making trades with their end game currency or um even trading like real life shit like oh i'll make you a uh i'll design your character for you for a fee or something like that and it, the same thing kind of happens in um uh what's that shit called uh what's that v vr chat they have the same kind of thing oh yeah kind of, also kind of like second life and they ha have a lot of like transactional shit going on in there and it's like in any in any it, it's it makes me think of like what i mean sure we we do need currency honestly like it's not real because it's not I mean, you know, it's just the shit we assign value to, like gold. Uh, I mean, it has its uses, but again, it's only expensive because we think it's expensive. Yeah. And because of its scarcity or whatever. And, and so, with and with gold, yeah, it's like that's we're technically on the gold standard, where you know the U.S. Uh, yeah. Currency is is for every bill um, that's printed, we're supposed to have gold equal to that. And we know that not to be true anymore, but yeah, mm -hmm. you know, like we definitely assign our, the value to certain things. It could be shells in an alternate reality. We could be tra trading in shells. Shells, favors. I mean, I'm sure it probably some people still as favors. favors. Some people still do Why favors. Why is that the first thing you jump to, man? I don't know. Dude. Shells, <laughs> because that's, favors, that's like the, maybe that's, of the sexual kind. I don't know. I didn't say anything <laughs> like that. I'm just no. saying, I'm just saying like, that's probably the most primitive form of currency. Like, hey, uh, yeah, if it's you the give system. me that ham, I'll fucking give you a massage or something. Or something, you know. Eric, man, down bad, I give you Eric, what you be doing, bro? <laughs> I'll be chilling. You be trading hams for flavors? I you be hey, trading man. ham. Look. You be trading ham for massages? <laughs> Basically. I get old swine. That's swine swap. Basically, you gotta you gotta work with what you got. You know what I'm saying? I swine swap have, 2021. If I don't have swine access swap. to hams, like what do I have access to? Massages. I could do unlimited massages. So oh shit. God. You know what I mean? Hey, you different, Eric. Yeah, you different. I'm different. just saying. I'm thinking ahead. Y'all, uh, y'all still in 2012. I'm in 2039. <laughs> swine, swine swap, Eric, man. Swine swap. Do you ever watch uh, the show Wife Swap? Uh, when I was a kid, oh, yeah. That I remember the Dave Chappelle spoof of it. Yeah, and that, 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 that and that's funny. Yeah. That show was kind of hilarious. It show I was watched it all. It was such a weird premise. I didn't even realize oh, how weird it was at the time. Super weird. Just like, yeah. All right, we're gonna switch your wife. Like, what is the point? <laughs> There's no and, fucking point. And all the husbands were like misogynists and they're like, well, my wife makes me sandwiches and Dude, cleans the all counter. The fucking time. And, and then and there's the, always and like the wives a shitty would be all kid. sassy. 
Yeah. Oh, I, oh my God. That famous kid that, no, wait, uh, uh, he wasn't that famous, but the, he was like a meme for a minute when uh, she was, she kept like taking his food from him. And uh, he was like, that's good for me. You know oh, what I'm talking about? No. I know what you're talking about. The little kid. She was yeah. like, we eat healthy at our house. So, and then he started like packing his shit up. Oh, I remember like, that. Yeah. And he like leaves. Left. Yeah. He, like, yeah. Left. yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, this kid. That, show, that show is fucking weird. Is man. That show why, is insanity. Why, and why'd it have to be wife swap, you know? Like, why, why wasn't it just, swap? why wasn't it just fucking, I don't know, like, one husband wife what are those called <laughs> couple swap why isn't it just couple swap yeah. couple swap i think they eventually changed the name to something else like spouse swap or some shit like that oh okay okay uh but this there's this one scene that i'll never fucking forget in wife swap was uh they had just swapped the wives and it was like at the beginning they're still meeting kids and then he was like all right uh it's time to meet the kids and uh she meets like two of the kids and then the last kid comes out and the first thing this kid says is, I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> and that shit, that shit has stuck with me for years. I don't even remember uh, the, when I fucking watched that shit, but it was so fucking funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, man, wild times for sure. Wild times. Should we go into uh, Yasuke? Yasuke, yeah, 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 Let's yeah. Uh, yes, today, okay. today we are starting our new series. Uh, this we are going over the first season of the animated, or actually the Netflix anime Yasuke, directed by who is it directed by? Do you know? Is it directed? By, I know it's created by uh, Lashawn Thomas. I'm pretty sure it's or it's written by Lashawn Thomas, created by Lashawn Thomas, directed by Lashawn Thomas, and a couple of mm-hmm. others. LaShawn Thomas, I just want to talk about LaShawn Thomas real quick. That's my guy. Dude, the man. One of my legend. biggest inspirations, man. Worked on the Boondocks, worked on um, Black Dynamite. He, oh, okay. He, mm-hmm. he taught himself how to read because uh, he's from like Harlem originally. Never went to school, never got like a traditional education. Um, mm-hmm. Wanted to get into animation and when he he and he wanted to do like frame by frame animation and when he found right. out that like literally all animation in the US a lot of the de- the development is done here but all of the frame by frame frame animations are done in, in South Korea so Lashawn Thomas uh like got up moved to South Korea and lived there for a period of time like learns Korean and was like in charge of a lot of like um just like direct animation projects um i think he worked on like legend of Korra during that time he did and a bunch Dude. of stuff he's he made I, he made cannon busters have y'all watched yeah. that yeah Dude, no cannon busters was so fire i i cannon, I busters, cannon is busters so hard i um, it, it reminded me a lot of uh cowboy bebop yeah yeah that's one of his big influences he uh like 10 years ago that was the that was the first kickstarter that i ever funded was he did a kickstarter for cannon busters and it was literally just the pilot um and i just got that shit like six months ago it's it's been completed for forever but i feel like he just has been so busy um Mm -hmm. that he just like i don't know forgot about it or something but uh he also had a really large facebook group it was like it was lashawn thomas um and like 
he basically posted a lot on there and he would he would give like art tips and like when I was in high school I was a part of that and he was he was just like super influential into like the way I do stuff now and the way I like develop my artistic ability and all that because he's just like a badass and now he he barely I don't think he even has he has like an Instagram and he might have a Twitter but he doesn't even update that stuff because he's like he's hella busy and now he's like super reclusive Mm-hmm. Um, so big ups to LaShawn Thomas because shout out to LaShawn that's Thomas. That's like one of my I love that dude. I definitely got to do some more research on him. I've never, I mean, I've seen Boonda, he's dope, like Black Dynamite, but I wasn't familiar with the name behind it, so I'll have to do a little mm-hmm. bit more research on that. So, so shout out to you, LaShawn Thomas. I know you're listening to our podcast. We appreciate he's a big it. fan, friend of the pod. Big up, big up. Uh, but yeah, Yasuke, a peaceful boatman once known as the Black Samurai, is pulled into conflict when he takes a little girl with mysterious powers under his wing. Uh, it stars Lakeith Stanfield. I'm a huge fan. I fucks with Lakeith Stanfield. Also, you like, you like him pod. moaning in uh, you like him moaning in Clubhouse. I heard that wasn't oh him. Oh my though. god! Or was oh that my him? god! I it was it, it was playing it was playing from his his microphone. So and were, even if it, it, and they were doing a thing like I think I'm pretty sure they were doing a thing like there's like let us hear you moan or some yeah shit it was like, like a that. moaning room and he was like playing moaning sounds from his Lakeith's a weirdo <laughs> but I love him he's man. weird as fuck he's fucking he hilarious weird, but, he's hilarious uh, he's funny yeah uh but yeah what y'all uh what y'all think first of impression. The, First impression of the <laughs> first impression of episode. Oh, yeah. Also, we're doing episode one and two. We're going to be doing two episodes at a time because these episodes are 30 minutes long. And as a little more transparency, we want to do an hour of an episode uh, for an hour, an hour of discussion. An hour of content for an hour, hour of, of content for an hour of discussion. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes more sense. Uh, as far as like the shows go and stuff. But uh, Marcus, what was your episode? What was your um? impression of episode one first impression you know i really liked it um it's definitely not what i was expecting like i not I had, at all i've been waiting for some yasuke content for a while and i was also kind of confused when it was announced because i thought yasuke was going to be um live action and i think there's still going to be some sort of live action yasuke mm-hmm. and then i was like oh okay it's an anime dope and then surprised because I thought it was going to be a historical rendition of Yasuke's story. And it's definitely not. There's robots. There's magic. No. Um, <laughs> so that was interesting. But That threw uh, me. I, that really threw uh, me it, off. It threw me too, man. I was just like, I, I, I thought the first part of it was a, a, like a, a look into the future of the Japan that Yasuke left behind. You know, oh, I was like, like a, starts after like his like life or whatever. Yeah, but it's in it's fact, an yeah, it's yeah. an alternate reality of the Edo period in Japan. So yeah, it, it was cool. Alex, what about you, man? What was your what did you think? Um, so I liked it too. I went into this blind. I wasn't familiar with Yasuke or the story behind Yasuke prior to the show. So before I started watching, I did like a quick like wiki of like who Yasuke was, like one of the first black samurais in the Japan or those in Japan, whatever. So I was like, oh, that's cool, you know. But I um, mean, I liked it, you know. It was like, like you said, kind of like um, it's anime, so it's pretty cool. I wasn't a big fan of the animation, to be honest. Like, I wasn't a huge fan of that per se. But I mean, it's pretty cool. Definitely, sure I can 
watch and binge, you know. Yeah. Anime reminds me of like uh it reminds me a lot of the boondocks, but more animated version of the boondocks. Like the yeah. boondocks worked in its anime uh uh influence, but it it didn't have like it wasn't like animated like anime. Yeah. Like, if you watch a Shout lot out of the to Aaron Magruder. Shouts the fuck out to Aaron Magruder. He did his shit with that. Uh, but yeah, if you watch a lot of the Boondocks, you will see how um, a lot of like when somebody's talking for a long time, there is just their mouth moving. Like yeah. they're like that. That's just kind of a way to save them time with animation. Uh, and they did that a lot with the Boondocks, and it worked because it's just you know it's just a cartoon. Um, this is kind of like a full on anime, but kind of in that same style. Uh, I, I I fucked with the uh, animation myself because it it's just I don't know it's kind of a like nostalgia thing. Um, I feel like if it was anything else, like I probably and also um, I think Cannon Busters kind of looks like this a little bit too. And it uh, makes sense because they're both yeah. done by Lashawn. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know for a fact. Maybe I could look at it, but Lashawn has this. I think his animation company is called um state light or something like that um and let's see an animated japanese no it's not but uh yeah i definitely get i I definitely get those vibes where you can look at it and you can see that it's not necessarily anime in the traditional sense that like we come to know it you know right um and i'm not sure what lends to that specifically uh because you know a lot like most most big anime come from manga um Mm -hmm. so there's already a lot of like footwork that's done when a manga is so successful that it becomes an anime this is just an anime it's not like a manga same thing with well cannon busters had some comics but it wasn't the same thing um Mm -hmm. so it's yeah it's an interesting um it's an interesting thing to think about you know like and maybe research more just like you know, what makes these Netflix animes done by LaShawn Thomas um, have sort of the distinct feel that they do? Uh, yeah. What, makes what, you wonder which, how, much, how much of his hand he has in it. I in feel like it's pretty, style. I feel like it's pretty heavy handed. I'm not, I don't know exactly what his, his role is at Netflix, but I think he has a big role specifically with the anime um, division at Netflix. And I also mm-hmm. know Netflix in the most, la- the last year, has put a lot of their money into making um, original IPs uh, yeah. specifically for anime. Um, yeah. You know, like they've, Netflix is kind of, you know, they're trying to create a whole bunch of new anime or like reboot old anime as we've seen with the- uh, Devilman Crybaby. Devilman Crybaby and the boxing one. What's that one called? Like uh, Baka? Uh uh wait are you talking about wait what's the name of it which boxing one um wait are you talking about baki oh yeah baki Baki the grappler yeah yeah they yeah they uh so they redid that too Mm -hmm. so you know i think they have like kind of a mix um but yeah eric what what, what was your um impression of this uh just pretty much just like you marcus i i went in i know a I know uh, a decent amount about Yasuke from like my own like studies, as well as uh, he kind of comes up a lot in video games in the game um, mm-hmm. uh, Neo, 
Neo. I believe he was in Neo 2. I don't remember if he's in Neo 1. Oh, Neo, Neo N-I-O-H? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I never played those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're they're so fucking dope. They're, yeah. They're the dopest fuck. Uh, he's a character in Neo, uh, and you get to kind of interact with him and Nobunaga. And Nobunaga is in everything... Everything that has to do with samurai is Nobunaga's always there in has some in some capacity. It's so funny because I mean this is just one dude, but he's in has every there's always a Nobunaga. There's a there's always some sort Hanzo of uh, Hasashi. Hanzo, yeah. Yep. Um these are just these are just samurai staples. Wait, Hanzo Hasashi. Is that right? Hanzo Hatori. Hatori Hatori Hanzo. Hatori Hanzo. Hanzo Hasashi is Scorpion. <laughs> I didn't want to correct you, but I was like, ah. Hattori Hanzo. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they're always in those. Um, but yeah, that I get. I guess I get a lot of my knowledge from him about him from uh from that uh, from just Japanese media, man. From Japanese media, period. There hasn't been. I mean, I'm sure he's probably appeared in some Japanese anime or whatever, but there hasn't been. This is the first of its kind, as far as like Yasuke goes. Um, just like Marcus, I did not expect it to be like a future uh, or, or future tech, future tech and magic. yeah, magic. Uh, I didn't expect that at all. And when it started coming up, I was like, I was I was really confused because I thought it was going to be like a historical thing, just like yeah. a historical thing, just going over uh, fucking Yasuke's life, and then all of a sudden. A bitch turns into a damn werewolf and i was like man i, I wasn't mad though i was yeah. not mad at all it was dope yeah it's kind of got that weird sort of eclectic mix of themes that only anime can do mm-hmm. you know because anime is always just like it's like all right there's a swordsman but look there's magic there's robots mm-hmm. there's werebears and there's werebears there's dudes from Benin that can create spectral yeah. copies and and I'm just and that you know I'm not cool. mad at it because I've I've grown so accustomed to to this sort of like like almost a violent mashup of so many themes where it's just like yeah it makes sense you know what I mean like it doesn't it doesn't we don't need to hear the background of everything because it just is what it is you know mm-hmm. and so this world that Yasuke is in is you know, it was it was a big surprise. And I wasn't sure at first. I was like, what? And then I was like, all right. You know, like, I can kind of fuck with it, you know? Yeah. I, I get like, um, I don't know if y'all ever watched Afro Samurai, but I get oh, Afro hell Samurai yeah. vibes. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you that's, the, that's what I was thinking. I was about to say, yeah. it gives, definitely gives me Afro Samurai vibes. You can tell that it pulls inspiration from there. Absolutely. Uh, with it being like a mixture of the past and the future. Yeah, and and like this type of the elements they got. You have the the Samurai. quiet, the quiet black uh protagonist. Yeah. Um, only difference with this guy is you know he's got dreads, but like, um, you sort of have this thoughtful and methodical killing machine that's not mm-hmm. always, um, the most motivated just to kill. You yeah, know he just kind of does it when he has to. Yeah. Yep. And it's even more like Afro Samurai because then. So Afro Samurai, the soundtrack was produced by the RZA for mm-hmm. all of it. And for this Fucking one, it's fire. also pro- it's, it's produced by Fly Low um, and like Thundercats on the intro. Um, mm-hmm. fire. So you, 
So you kind of get like, and obviously, you know, like Riza's old school and Flying Lotus is more um, contemporary, but you, you, you know, Flying Lotus at some point in his life was definitely influenced by Riza. Oh, sure. I think yeah. all hip hop producers were because Riza was a, a G. Shout the, out to Riza. He's yeah. a fan of the Shout show. Shout out to Riza. Um, uh, we know you're listening. Hit us up if you want to be a guest on here. You know, shouts out Riza. Hey, it's Riza. <laughs> Uh, what devil. What y'all think about the characters in the show, like the villains and stuff, or like that we've seen so far? Like, Are I you talking about? Oh, like the uh, yeah. little ragtag group of villains that come. I, the I, rag, I, love, the... I like all of them. They, I feel like they all have a lot of personality. The, or like the racist robot. The, the racist ro- man. Robot. The racist <laughs> robot kind of bothers me a whole bunch, man. Me too. <laughs> and. and and it's not even it's like, oh, but he's black. It's just like, also, the dude from Benin is just always like, shut up, robot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, he's so used to it. But yeah. like, I'm just like, man, fuck that robot, dude. I, I really right. fuck with the dude from Benin, the witch doctor dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah he's powerful. he's really funny. It's funny that he's always the dude that uh, fucking Yasuke hits first. Yeah. Like, <laughs> He's like, oh, you speak Japanese. You must be. And then he gets like a it's stick like, in the face. Yeah. And then when they're, when they're in the second episode, when they when they like just appear in the fucking inn. The inn? Uh, oh, my God. That scene was He gets so kicked hard. in the face first. Like, <laughs> Yasuke does not fuck with scene. that dude. Um, The inn scene was dope. Um, that's another thing. This show has, I, I'm, I've only seen, like I said before, we've only we've all only seen up to this point. Yeah, Marcus, you you haven't went up ahead yet. No, no, I haven't. Yeah, we've all only up seen we only seen up to this point, and so far, uh, the fighting scenes are oh yeah top tier for I'm sure. I'm satisfied for sure. I really like them. Um, I really like the mixture of like samurai, uh, sword fighting with like fighting someone who is like fighting a fucking werewolf and or a robot, right? Yeah, it's interesting to see like a viable way of like fighting him and then like obviously when they gang up on him he doesn't just have that plot armor to just you know beat them he gets his ass beat yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you know and like up to this point and i don't know if it's, it'll ever become a thing but we actually haven't seen him even use a sword right yeah we like, have well we've seen him in his past right oh but we haven't yeah. seen the present him and I feel like that'll be a cool thing just because it's always swords are always just dope. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. When when the samurai it's like a samurai trope where it's like and now it's time to retrieve the sword or to forge a new sword or, you know, something um, that's kind of like what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for him to yeah. like really Come fuck back. shit up because he fought the, in the first fight. He did it with a uh, he did it with like a fishing um, trident thing, yeah. you know, bamboo mm-hmm. attached to a metal thing. And then in the end, he was only fighting with, uh, I don't think whatever he had anything. Whatever was around him. Yeah, yeah he threw like a picture around. at that girl. Uh, but we <laughs> see we see in the flashbacks, um, you know, his sort of ascension to the samurai cast from uh, from indentured servant uh, serving yeah. some white European guy to Nobunaga's, Nobunaga. no, Nobunaga's like right-hand man. Um and I think that's pretty cool. I, I like the back and forth. I don't always yeah. like um, flashbacks so frequently in shows, um, but I think it works pretty well just knowing 
you know, who he was before he was just known as the black yeah. spokesman. And it mm-hmm. also gives you something to look forward to kind of what you touched on earlier, like, cause we haven't seen a sword skills used presently. So, I mean, just yeah. seeing the flashbacks, it makes you want to see, okay, I want to see him like, or maybe him. Like, yeah. Or retrieving his armor or something, you know, that. Yeah, exactly. I, I like, thought, I, go ahead. I was going to say, um, one thing that I read when I was like looking up the Wikipedia, um, the part where he, um, Say that little kid from that um the guy who's like about to kill that little kid and they were like scrubbing his back and it's like oh his skin's real dark apparently that yeah. happened in real life too yeah that was the real story yeah yeah something that was pretty interesting they added that into the yeah show. they i was just actually just about to bring up um aside from all like the magic and robots and fantastical shit uh they do kind of get down to what uh like what it was like to be an African in Japan at that time. He's black. And yeah. He, yeah. Everybody like he's in a place where people probably have never seen a black person mm-hmm. or the only time they've seen a black person is they're a servant. And it shows how stuck in their ways so many people were mm-hmm. and how progressive Nobunaga was taking him under his wing. Do you know, no, do you know to- about Nobunaga? Was he like, was he kind of a big, progressive uh uh shogun i don't know anything about i, I know i think uh he just tried to uh, i know he I like know he united clans or something i think he wanted to unite all of japan yeah that's what he wanted him. to do yeah and yeah. by force so he wasn't exactly a good person okay but uh i he believe that i believe that he was tolerant and progressive and he did not uh he didn't like he didn't discriminate. He's like, look, I'm trying to do this thing. Yeah. You're a great fucking swordsman and a cool person. Come with me. He didn't care if you're black or a woman. He's just like, I uh, I do like how he's uh, portrayed in this uh, show. He, yeah, he's he pretty cool, as always. Nobody he's, a, fucking he's, a, he's always a G. He always has yeah. his uh, distinctive goatee and uh, just kind of look about him, just in everything, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's kind of a cool mentor slash, I don't know, father almost figure to Yasuke, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, like I was saying, I like sort of seeing Yasuke's progress uh, as a samurai and a warrior and then also getting into the story that's kind of like, I feel like this story is going to end up sort of lone wolf and cub like with you know uh, a, a samurai um traveling around with a kid basically and teaching the kid the ways of the world and stuff like that um because i feel like that's a that's a pretty that's like a another samurai trope that we see a lot of yeah obviously it's yeah. not always with uh, robots and magic and stuff so yeah yeah uh, there's this one line that kind of just happens randomly, but it's like really, um, what would be the word? It's just like really like well placed. Where the Japanese? No, no. I, I believe it's when it's like a, in the flashback when he's fighting the those uh, ninjas or the samurais. Oh, like the, a, the ninjas from the Iga clan. Yeah. yeah, one of them says, "History will forget you." And it's kind of true. History kind of forgot Yasuke for a while. Uh, I feel like um, probably mm, this decade, he started to become more popular as like a historical figure. 
Um, I'm sh- like, obviously, they always kept records, but he wasn't like at the fort. Like, no, like you were saying, Nobunaga is always in some shit. He's always in like some sam- some shit that has to do with samurai. But they would conveniently leave out Yasuke, even though he was there. Yeah, but uh, so. for what for what I um for from what I understood, it's not like he was the main samurai under uh nobunaga right like right there's only a handful of samurai that we that i feel like are big by name you know yeah yeah Uh, it's it's possible that he's just big by name because he was a black samurai um who served under nobunaga um and apparently i like I think historically he was supposed to be like a really good swordsman. He was. He was. Yeah. I, th- I think they like said that he was like one of the most athletic and also him being so large, you know, you're a- yep. than your average Japanese dude. I feel like you could fucking do some damage, you know, just by reach, you know, for sure. Um, yeah, it's 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 kind of cool. You know, it has it has its um, callbacks to like actual his actual biography intermixed with this they definitely like sneak those in there yeah yeah i think it's dope i think it's interesting though how the show goes in and out of it's mostly english but there are times where it's japanese Mm -hmm. and i don't know if they ever i don't know if they'll ever address that because it's like um usually if you'll watch if you'll watch an anime and it's in english even though it's in English, they're in Japan. You know they're speaking Japanese. So they're speaking Japanese, yeah. but this yeah. one it seems like they're not speaking Japanese it because seems like every now and again English. he'll speak Japanese. Yeah, yeah. And they, it's even mentioned like they they brought attention. They're like, to he, him. Speaks like he speaks Japanese. He's like, like I speak Japanese. They're in Japan. What else would he be speaking? Yeah, but it's weird that they're speaking English up to that point. Yeah, all over. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> So, you know, like even contextually, they are speaking English, not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I really like that because it doesn't make any sense. Maybe it'll make more sense later. Maybe they'll be like, well, we were colonized by England 100 years ago or, you know, some. I mean, it is a different. It's like a different dimension. Yeah. Yeah. So like maybe maybe at some point they're like, and this is why we speak English so much because like even in the uh, market, Nobunaga was talking to everybody in English and then uh dude started popping off at that little kid and uh homie was like, Mate. And, and then it was just Japanese all of a sudden. And I was just like, wait, yeah. what? It was <laughs> like, kind of corny. Like he, he yeah. could have just not spoke Japanese at all. Well, yeah, nobody, they could have just, nobody could have spoken Japanese. I know, know that they were speaking Japanese. That's what I'm saying. It's all in English. It's implied because but they're now, fucking in Japan. But now they're like they have this weird. Mate. <laughs> yeah, they they've but they've established sort of this weird precedent where at like points of like real drama, he'll speak Japanese. We gotta hear Keith's horrible fucking Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not good. He's not good hey, at man. speaking Japanese. Mate. No, what's the other? What's the other? He says something else. He says something cool though, in that in the river battle with, uh, you know, right before the battle begins, and they're all like, "Oh, he speaks Japanese," because he's like quoting something about blood or something like that, and then, then the battle begins. I'm not but, sure, uh, but that is yeah. when they uh, call to, "Oh, he speaks Japanese." 
Yeah. It's like Jap- Japanese is the uh, language of drama in feudal Japan <laughs> in, this, in this dimension. Ohayo gozaimasu. Yeah. I, uh, I like the river battle. I thought it was pretty dope. Yeah. The river battle is tight. I don't know tiny. why I I don't know why the river froze. Yeah, I was confused about that as well. Someone's power. I'm assuming, but they never like show whose power. They never showed who who did the freezing. Maybe it was that guy in the forest that they were the, like talking to. Fucking crazy, creepy missionary yeah. guy. Yeah, I don't know. But... That guy reminds me of someone out of Berserk, honestly. Like one of those <laughs> one of those crazy uh uh z- like religious zealots in Berserk. That show yeah. is so creepy. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, I don't know who froze the river. I, I would assume it was either him or the witch doctor dude. It's not clear on what exactly his powers are. And honestly, me calling him a witch doctor is probably a little problematic. It's uh, yeah, I think so. I don't think he's a witch doctor. He's not doing voodoo. I know. That's he's, what I'm saying. He's summoning ancestral speakers, uh, spirits. Oh, he's, he's a, a witch shaman. doctor. He's a shaman. <laughs> Black man doing magic. Witch doctor. <laughs> I rescind all my Cancel witch Eric. doctor comments. Cancel, Cancel Eric. Eric, man. Cancel me. Go ahead. Cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> like you're the immortal. Cancel me. Crazy. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's an interesting show. It's it's cool um, that we're finally off of Invincible because yeah. you know it's like we have a completely different set of uh, sort of standards of what we want from a from this mm-hmm. show you yeah. know it's gonna take some adapting um invincible long episodes lots to talk about each episode this is more like a very long movie to where the episodes are continuous like the end of it one episode it picks up the next episode yeah. where invincible's episodes were kind of standalone like yeah. uh they weren't just like progressive so it'll be interesting to see how yeah like they goes. like they definitely ended you know like yeah. that's that's the yeah that's a good point yeah this one this episode ended with yasuke getting knocked out so well the, this the first episode or the second one the second episode this, they both this did. yeah well yeah this yeah technically yeah i mean we're seeing another invincible thing where the main character just gets fucked up the whole time he's taking a lot of l's except oh, I, 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 think, of I think yasuke i think he'll probably be better faster because yasuke is he is a good um he i is think a there'll good be a point where warrior. he just stops taking l's and he technically won the first battle because the bad guys like reconvened and they're like i can't believe he beat all of you i would have just hired him mm-hmm. if i knew so I think that's like a, a dub, not in the fact that he was unable to save the mom from getting her arm shot off and yeah. hopefully she comes back. I don't know. I don't know if yeah. she's dead. I was going to ask think, you guys, like, oh, do you yeah. think she's dead or like, what do you think about that? I don't that? think she's dead. I feel I like uh, I think her arm is gone. Yeah, like she just <laughs> what? went down. <laughs> her arm? Yeah, she, she got, got like, her arm shot off. off. Like, like oh. 70% of it, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That shit was wild. That was no, wild. It, it just like... <sighs> Yeah, um, she's a pretty good swordsman. What is what's the link between her and the, the others? No, what's the link between uh the mom and the woman under Nobunaga? Didn't they yeah, have that's the same I, necklace? No, that's the same thing. Yeah, they all had the same necklace. The mom, the lady under no, Nobunaga, and the ninjas all had the necklace yeah, of the Ego yeah. clan. That's what I was saying earlier. Uh, They're all part of the Ego clan. Oh. That's like. 
shit. The clan crest. Um, okay, interesting. And, and so there's something going on there. And what I'm thinking is that that lady under Nobunaga left her clan because they also didn't respect her as a warrior and went to Nobunaga because Nobunaga did. And I can't remember what Move she on. called her. I, I can't remember what she called. Um, I don't know what you call uh, female samurai but she calls i don't herself, know i know a female she uses ninja the word a kunoichi yeah it's not kunoichi it's it's something um uh similar to the onamusha i think that just means something samurai, like female it's samurai like in japanese yeah okay there you go yeah um Ona. So, so yeah something like that uh, i think that we'll probably see more from the Iga clan in both the flashbacks and in the present day. Yeah. Um, especially since, so that girl, the little girl is technically part of the Iga clan too. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, her mom got her necklace. So I imagine there's going to be some traveling going on with, um, you know, Afro, Af- uh, dreadlocked, uh, whatchamacallit. What's it? Yasuke. Yas- Yas- Yasan. <laughs> Yasuke. Yasan. Yasan. And uh, uh, I wonder. It makes me. Wonder, I'm also wondering if we're gonna see more of the boy. I think so. I think it's gonna be those three. I yeah, think yeah. somehow the boy is gonna come back up. I think Yasan's gonna escape, and then he's like, "All right, well, we gotta go north because the little girl is sick." And so I think it's gonna be like kind of a road trip, um, uh, just a feudal Japanese road trip. Yeah. Speaking of road trip, I love Cannon Busters because it's just a road trip anime. Big ass road trip in that big ass car. <laughs> Cannon Busters is so fire, dude. It's just it's overwhelmingly black. Is yeah. I, I just fucks with it so much. It's so hard. Me too. Me too. I really like the main girl, the robot. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's she tight. Cool as fuck. I think LaShawn about... LaShawn makes a lot of those kind of weird, quirky worlds where there is magic and technology yeah. and sort of weird characters and weird personalities i really like that i love animes like this man Me because too. I, I don't know why in particular other than the fact that they just they're just like when i want to watch anime that's sort of what i want to watch a lot of and so much of anime is just so dark i can't yeah. do like i have to be in a, a special mood for attack on titan like i couldn't oh, even I get through that dark man, shit. Atta- attack that on titan is shit. dope but like it took me i had to watch it i had to restart it three times in order to like get into it get into it because like mm-hmm. that first couple of episodes is just so fucking like it's, his, yeah, his it's mom heavy on dialogue. Yeah. and it's so fucking scary and like <laughs> just i'm just like man what's that plume of sm-? and then it's just like the titans peeking over and i'm like fuck Fucking, man uh, they just titan. got there man the colossal titan and then the running mm-hmm. titan and then yeah so i love that shit i i truly love i love yeah. dark anime and i Me also too. love sad anime i like some sad shit i i, I basically what, like name a sad anime because i'm not violet, sure if i violet evergarden i haven't watched that uh, that's on netflix i gun sad no, Trigun's kind of like Trigun's this. So it's it's, it's kind of lighthearted. It has but sad parts. It has dark. I mean, all anime has sad parts. Anime is so depressing at times. It could be the coolest and it could be the most upbeat anime, but there's always going to be some sort of mm-hmm. uh, weird, sad montage or you know, a, a crazy intro to get you in your feelings. I love anime that. anime intros are always so fucking crazy, man. 
Yeah. I'm glad we're doing anime now because me too. I feel like, I was, I was thinking I feel like it's thing. cool because we'll be talking about completely different things than Invincible. Because yeah. Invincible is just like comic American animation, and now mm-hmm. we're doing Yasuke, which is like rooted in Japanese animes and thematic elements. Um, yeah. And I think that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be fun. It's gonna be I short. I look forward to this season of this. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be short. But I, I, how many episodes I, I, are there? It's only eight or eight six. Episodes. I think. Uh, let me see. I think it's eight. Actually, I want to say I'm gonna, I'm gonna look right now. Well, regardless, uh, there's only six episodes, so there's, okay, there's gonna so be we'll three, three three episodes this season. Episodes. Yeah. Either way, I'm looking for. Oh shit! I'm spoiling it for myself. Fuck. Don't come on. <laughs> I, I was looking at the uh, screen tiles. Damn. <laughs> don't man turn away i did all right all right uh but yeah i look forward to this season it's, i think it's gonna be a good one uh me, i think season too. one it turned i feel you know we had a it was bumpy y'all, y'all stuck with us but you know i feel like we're finally figuring shit out um we're gonna be all upgrading our equipment soon you, you guys are getting mics right yes my mic I'm, was I'm supposed a- to get in tonight and i'm pissed that it's not here this mic, I think I'm just going to give it to Davon. Like, it's, you know, just a little cheap-ass mic, but I'm sure it's better than whatever he has. I think he just has, like, I think he just uses his headphones or something. But I'm I using my headphones it. right now, but yeah. Yeah, I used this mic for my last podcast, so I'm probably just going to give that to him. You should. And yeah. Alex, you getting a mic? Yeah, I sent probably Alex the mics that I was looking at. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's the pod, y'all. Uh, thanks for let's, sticking let's with us. Let's do our... Uh... Oh, ratings, 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 ratings. <laughs> you, uh, are we? We're gonna rate them two at a time. So, what we're gonna rate? What do you think? Should blocks. we rate? Okay. So, so what do you think? Episodes of, uh, one and two. Yeah. What was your rating, Marcus? Um, I would say probably like a solid eight. Um, okay. I really like the show. I'm interested to see like where it's gonna go. Um. There's a pretty good balance between action. I think the first episode was a little bit slow, uh, yeah. just sort of between the the back and forth timeline, but not really seeing a whole lot until the river battle. Uh, the second episode, you know, anime is interesting because there's just so much exposition. You know, there's a there lot is. to be learning and like little details like the Iga clan. Uh, so I like that kind of thing. So I would, yeah, I'll give it a, I'll give it an eight, because I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. Me too. Eight, eight for both of them, or yeah, eight we're for the we're them both at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gotcha. together as a block. Yeah. Gotcha. I'd probably do the same, honestly. Um, like Marcus said, the the first episode was a little bit slower, but I mean, there are a lot of things that I like about the show. Like Yasuke um, is a really interesting character, especially like his background, and all the villains seem really interesting too. I'm really curious about that little girl and her powers and what that actually entails. So, I Me mean, too. that alone will make me want to, like, keep watching the show. But I'll it's, give it, like, that, an eight for sure. I mean, like, yeah, what were you saying? Oh, uh, I was just saying that guy thinks that that girl is the key to um, taking over Europe or some shit. So, yeah. So, yeah. Kind of see how that plays out. So, yeah, definitely very solid. And I'm glad I started watching the show. Yeah. Eric, what do you think, man? What What do you rate it? I think I'll rate these first two episodes at a, um, I think I'll just say like a 7.5. I did like them. I'm enjoying the show. I'm I'm into it for sure. Uh, I think it's going a little slow. 
even though there was a few fights, I think. But then again, you know, that, I mean, that's pretty much only one episode, like, because it's, they're only like 30 minutes long. So I think that's kind of like uh, taking me out of it a little bit, the slow pacing uh, due yeah. to episodes and how we're watching them. Like, normally, this is probably something that I would just binge in like a day or so. Honestly, uh, yeah. So right. watching it slowly and how the episodes are set up, it's kind of tough. Uh, to yeah, because six ep- six episodes equates to like three hours essentially. Yeah, yeah. Which is just yeah, like you said, like a long movie. That's yeah, three hours. That's like three episodes of uh, what we're kind of more used to these days. Um, like it's, you know, hour long episodes. It's definitely at the anime style pacing. You know, I think yeah, in, true. In, in in the last ten years, I feel like American media has gotten like longer they, they usually they get it gets longer for one but it also gets into shit and starts killing people a lot faster invincible yeah. episode one people were dying start yep. game of throne episode one I think boy game gets of thrown thrones, from tower you know like honestly, i feel I like that kind of fucked us up i think game of thrones really influenced media uh, i think so too a I, whole I, lot specifically american media uh-huh and, um but yeah um other than those like little things that I'm picking at, I think the show's great. I, I definitely look forward to Yasuke whooping some ass. I can't wait to see. I can't wait for that. You know moment. it's coming. There's yeah. always that moment where he yeah. gets a sword. I don't know if somebody's gonna forge him a sword. I don't know if he's gonna find. I don't know if he's gonna go. I hope it's uh like a go. He goes back to somewhere where he like left it, and then he pulls it out, and then mm-hmm. that's just a rap for everybody they like, show him drawing it and yeah, he's just, oh my he looks God. at his reflection I'm really looking forward sees to his eyes and he's uh, like i'm gonna go kill some motherfuckers you know yeah like that'll like be fuck around and like kill the little boy and then he's like oh nah he's like oh hell no the last just off the old sword the old sword mm-hmm. and uh, i don't know if y'all play god of war have y'all have y'all played the new god of war not the, the new one first off I, I don't know if you guys are gonna play it but i, I would recommend watching uh watching it like yeah i've watched I've, I've watched the first like 10 hours of it it's oh my god that game that shit's so truly good. truly a fucking masterpiece uh when ball first shows up and you're Balder? like at the house that shit oh is fucking god. that oh that fight scene i could literally talk crazy. about that game for a fuck Yo, i could probably talk about like, that kept going, like, for an hour. back and forth like fighting like like hitting he like threw a mountain at him or something like i, I think he, i watched he, something he, like he that hits him, he hits him through a mountain Okay. Um, yeah, I think. I and then there's that. like a, a like a crack that's created, and it's like Dude, it's like a from the it's, moment it's fucking nuts. From that and he's first like all punch, old and like worn down, right? Like he's kind of like a little bit kind of. Okay. Ball he's he's just, like a fucking uh uh. Fu- Kratos is like a lobster. He he just ages and gets stronger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> literally. Literally from that first punch, and he's just like punching him over his roof. You're just like, this is about Holy to be some shit. fucking heat. But they, but I brought up, uh, it, I, I brought up, um, God of War, God of War, because there's a scene that hit me truly emotionally when he goes back into his house, lifts up the floorboards, and pulls up the uh, chaos blade. Oh that yeah, he put away for yeah, good, that shit was tight. Been, it, like he hadn't been using them the whole game yeah uh, but up into that point he puts them on and then he's like seeing Hera's ghost and i'm just like yo this shit is a fucking ma- that game was a masterpiece and i cannot wait for the second one can't wait but 
I digress. Yasuke. I digress. Yasuke. <laughs> Yasuke. A great Let's show. I can't wait to get into it. Uh, but that's it. That's that's the that's the pod. As that's Marcus the pod. Say. <laughs> Bye. Um, wait, y'all can catch me at hey. PG the villain, nigga. Catch me at PG the villain at PG the villain on uh Twitter. Um, find our podcast on at tapped in pod. Find me. Oh, Black Planet. Uh, find our podcast Twitter. Uh, our official podcast Twitter at tapped in pod. Uh, Marcus, find Marcus on the at Omega Marcuses on Twitter. So men's Luber at Men's Luberderm. Uh, he got the name. Buy it back from him, Luberderm. Come on, what y'all doing? Yeah, what cut the check. Cut the check. Cut that man a check. Y'all know y'all need it, man. Check. I know uh, y'all but... seen Chipotle flirting with girls on Twitter. Yeah, right. Luberderm. Or 7-Eleven Wildin. Or was that 7-Eleven? That was 7-Eleven. Like, y'all going to get some Slurpee this morning? Uh, Yo, I can't. I, I love that morning. shit. I cannot fucking lie. I love hey, that Hey, Slurpeeps. Shit. Oh, my God. Slurpeeps? All those fucking novelty that, that's what I. That's what account. I was tweeting. I, that's what I tweeted yesterday. I, I, I'm a fool when it comes to yeah. all that fun, funny uh, Twitter accounts by yeah, brands. brand marketing and shit. They that's just hilarious. They crack me up when they do it right. Sometimes it's some so cringy. Sometimes it's so cringy that it is funny though, because they're like, <laughs> "Hey, <laughs> fellow humans, yeah, you know, like, go one, like hey, fellow Wait, which one? What was the come and go one? I guess what you retweet is like, "Who's ready to come and or like we're coming to Utah now or something?" Oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that Wingstop one was fucking wild. Y'all yeah, saw the Wingstop one? Which one is that? That's when they're like, uh, basically, he's like. What you trying to do? And a girl is like tweeting at him, and she's like, "I just need something in my mouth." And he's oh, like, yeah. hey, "I got somewhere, some shit like that." And she was fucking funny, dude. It's wild as fuck. <laughs> we live in a wild world, but that's all we got for y'all. Peace. Tap in to tap Peace. in.